We continue to remember Packers legend Bart Starr, and we're joined by our friend Kevin Harlan. Hey, Kevin, how are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me on. Good to hear you guys. Hey, Kevin, as a guy who spent a lot of time growing up in Wisconsin and a lot of time around the Green Bay Packers, you must have had a real affinity and a real genuine relationship with Bart Starr. What will you remember most about Bart? Not only Bart, but his son Bart, they were ball boys together uh, when his dad was the head coach. So from the mid-70s on, uh, Bart Jr. and and a bunch of us uh, that whose dads were in the front office or coaches were ball boys. So we got to be pretty close. My brother Brian is a sports agent in Chicago. He knew uh, Brett, uh, the now deceased younger brother of Bart Jr. So our families were close. The, 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 one of the biggest memories I have was when Dan Devine had decided to move to Notre Dame in 1974. My dad came home from Lambeau Field, uh, where his office was and still is, about mid-afternoon on Christmas Eve, and he didn't have a very good look on his face, and he wasn't really sure if he was going to be kept around because the Packers were going to name Bart Starr as the new head coach, and Bart wanted to make sure that he put his fingerprints on that team. And no sooner had he walked in the door and kind of put down his briefcase and took off his coat on this Christmas Eve in 74, the phone rang, and my mom answered, and she said, Bob, it's Bart. And so my dad takes the phone, and they talk for a while, and and uh, my dad uh, is talking, and, and at the end of the conversation, I did hear the words, well, I can't wait to uh, to work uh, with you, uh, Bart. And he goes, Bob, we're going to work alongside together and all build this together. And uh, when he hung up the phone, that was a pretty happy Christmas Eve in our family. <laughs> that he was going to be retained, and he put him in charge of the front office, and the rest is kind of history for my dad. But in Bart Starr's last contract was signed by my dad. He made $100,000 in his last player contract after Lombardi had left. Bengston was the coach. And my dad, who had just been brought in by Dan Devine, uh, signed his last contract for $100,000, one of the highest-paid players on the Packers at the at the time. But uh, I think my dad had said that, that watching Bart work as a head coach, as a player, and as a broadcaster for a couple years in between uh, at CBS, he learned that, uh, you know, if ever he was going to run the franchise, he would have all the things that Bart Starr, uh, you know, thought was important. That means teamwork treating everyone the same from the guy that delivered the mail to the to the highest paid player on the team to your uh, two coordinators that everybody would be treated the same and my dad kind of held that same philosophy when he ran the franchise but all that really came from watching and studying and, and working alongside Bart Starr. Kevin did you talk to your father after uh, Bart's passing what was that conversation like? Well, uh, you know, my dad was close to Bart, and I think there was a time when Bart had left his head coach, and the team didn't play all that well, and he had been there for a long time, and and moved back down to Alabama, and and would occasionally be a part of Packer events. But when my dad took over in eighty nine, uh, ninety ninety one, in that time, I think he he really made Bart feel like he was one of the greatest living Packers of all time, one of the greatest Packers of all time, and made sure that at the forefront of every event. Every important thing that the Packers did in, as an organization, that Bart Starr was was right there. So my dad, who went to Marquette and was a sports information director in Al McGuire's first year at Marquette and covered the Packers for UPI along with the many other duties he had once he left Marquette, um, you know, covered Starr, watched Starr, and admired Starr from afar, then worked with him, and then alongside him, and then actually in Bart's later years and when my dad was running the organization, brought him back in and made him feel 
like he was is every bit a part of the organization uh, at, at whatever part of his later life that 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 he felt that he was always uh, a prominent thought in in the Packers organization's mind and 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 that was important to my dad. I know it was important to Barton Cherry, um, and 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 that really was one of the great wonderful stories that takes full circle from being someone out of college who followed him and covered him, uh, then worked beside him, and then at the very end brought him back in and made him feel a part. And I don't know really if there's ever been or if there ever will be a greater Packer than Bart Starr. His name exuded class. Everything he did um, what was done with, with great you know feeling, emotion, passion, but a first-class attitude, and, and, and that, I think, is – is what my dad wanted the Packer organization to feel like, and it really began with Bart Starr. He is one of the best in the business. He is broadcaster Kevin Harlan. Thanks for the time, Kevin. Thank you very much. Great to be on with you.